Daniels to the end zone, has a receiver, touchdown West Virginia. Tony Mathis gets West Virginia on the board. Chase Harlow with 90 seconds to go. And welcome back to another episode of the PRT Boys. I'm your host, Cornerby, sitting alongside Griffin Harper. And I'm Andrew. And we are back with another episode. Last week, uh, we recorded in the studio. Uh, we're back in the studio again today, Once so again. it's going to be a little more professional um, again this time. Hopefully, I can get the mic issues figured out here. We're in a different studio. Uh, the the original one is getting uh, – actually, I guess this is the original podcast studio, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but in the new one, there's some technical issues going on, so I had to figure that out. But anyways, we're back here in the studio, so – I told Griff we're not going to talk about the Phils, so we're not going to talk about the Phils unless he absolutely. You already talked talk about, about the Phils. You already you already, you, just, you already mentioned it. But I, but I said we were going to talk about them. Obviously, you know they lost in Game Seven, but that's okay. I, I, we're not going to talk about it. We're going to talk about West Virginia football. West Virginia came off a really really tough loss to a very good Oklahoma State football team, and I think it speaks for everyone to say that. That one was a tough one. It was a very tough one. That one was a really, really tough. The hits keep on coming. Yeah, the they hits don't just stop. keep on coming. They man. don't stop. Yeah. It, uh, Are you I Smash mean, Mouth? It was. It was mind-boggling <laughs> to me that West Virginia gave up. I mean, wh- th- this is this is not the so, team that that started the year. All this these- is a team that is undisciplined and is just. It, no matter what happens, it's just like we're we're. You know, we're literally pushing ourselves yeah. into another player. So, so Ollie Gordon is he had 29 carries for 282 yards and four touchdowns. Y- you can't allow that. No, you can't. allow I don't that. care who you are. You cannot allow 12, that in the ever. Big Twelve. You cannot allow that. In, just whatsoever. anywhere, whatsoever, anywhere. Just not in, yeah. I mean, outside I the Big Twelve. Just you, I agree. No, you. Do, that's that's unacceptable. I agree. On the bright side, though, Garrett Green had himself another nice game. 15 for 30, 249 yards, two touchdowns. Garrett Green also had 16 carries for 117 yards on the ground. He had some pretty good touchdown passes there that he was able to air out. There was one that he had to uh, EJ Horton uh, that went right down the middle of the end zone. His perfect ball. And then he had one to mm-hmm. Devin Carter as well. That was a great ball. So those are the two receivers that caught touchdowns. And then you had Justin Jefferson get a touchdown as well as CJ Donaldson. So... West Virginia, obviously, they gave up twenty eight points. Say Justin Jefferson, Justin Johnson is what I meant. Sorry. You said that last week too. I know it, it gets me. Sorry, Justin Johnson. Uh, everyone knew I meant, but West Virginia gave up twenty eight <laughs> points in the fourth quarter alone. Twenty eight points in the fourth quarter alone. Going into the game, they had the lead. Mm-hmm. They had the lead going into the fourth quarter. That that happened last week too. Happened last week against Houston. Going into the fourth quarter, they had the lead. That's right. So if you're West Virginia. What's got to change if you're Neil Brown's squad? Finish a game. That's true. Finish a game. Like, you've had leads two straight weeks going into the fourth quarter and yeah. blew them both times. How yeah. is that even possible? I think there's two issues here. Discipline and then also the um, defensive line. I mean, first of all, uh, I think discipline has just been uh, an issue all year. We've seen that, you know, two players have taken off their helmets for celebrations and whatnot. Uh, just looking at the team that I saw on Saturday, it just seemed like they just didn't want to play. That's like they—they they were obviously. I mean, I think going into it, they so, were favored. Is that right? Were they favored no. going into this uh, game? Well, yeah. I, no, actually, they were three-point underdogs. I think I don't know, but but I wouldn't. I'm actually going to disagree with you. Okay, they weren't. They were ready to play, but it was the fundamental issues that got them. They can't tackle. 
And I don't know if I've ever seen a Neil Brown team be able to tackle. And I'm not going to sit here. I, we're not allowed to sit here as a part of United 2 and sit here and, you know, bash Neil Brown. But you, you've got to teach your team. you got to make tackles. And I think in, it's worse on special teams. But in Neil Brown's press conference, he said the guys that aren't tackling on special teams are the guys who aren't tackling on defense. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help that you lost Trey Lathan. That's a big hole to mm-hmm. fill. And you got a true freshman that's trying to fill that hole. And I I mean, now Ben Cutter, he's played really, really great, in my opinion. Um, but I think something that, you, I mean, yeah, he's played really great. Looking at the stats, seven total tackles, five solo tackles for the true freshman. I mean, what more can you ask for? Except he was a part of the guys who had got West or got Oklahoma State a 30 yards down the field just on two penalties. You had a late hit, and then you had an unsportsmanlike conduct. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Two 15-yard penalties, it adds up, and it obviously cost them because they put up 28 points in the fourth. Not, That's what I'm saying. Not to mention how we turned it over on downs uh, late in the fourth quarter, and they immediately get a touchdown right after they turned yep. it over on downs. Yeah. I but, left right after that. I'm not even going to lie. I left immediately because it was just like, it's over. No, I, no, left, I, I, I left shortly after the 30-yard penalty, honestly. No, I, I, I will say this. The fact that the offense played the way they did, the offense is going to win us more games this year. Well, yes. I mean, there's I, now there's people on social media that's like this team's not even going to make a bowl game. We're four and three, people. Calm down. <laughs> like we're still in like barely halfway through the season. And the people that are calling for Neil Brown's job, I think that's totally inappropriate because he started four and one, and his team has been in every single would game. would have been five and one. Should have been five and one exactly. Yeah. I don't think that you're is right now is a necessary time to call Neil Brown and be like, oh, he should be fired. I think that's inappropriate. I don't think it's appropriate for the current time. I think four and three is a record that not a lot of people thought they would even get no, to true. at this season, that they would even get four wins. So I think if you're Neil Brown, you're just going to get your team ready to play. And I think that that's going to be big against UCF. UCF obviously is a top team in all of college football. Obviously, they won the national championship a couple years ago, and I say that with air quotes. And then you have uh, you just you, you have a big bulk of schedule coming up, and we talk about it every week. But this is another big bulk. I mean, then you got you travel to UCF, which me and Eddie will be going to. That's a That's noon correct. kick. Then you have BYU at home. Then you got to travel to number six Oklahoma, which probably won't be number six by the time you get there into Norman. You're probably going to yeah. be ranked number four or five. Now, can this offense hang? I I think so. If Garrett Green throws the ball, but this defense isn't ready for Oklahoma. But I think the offense, if they need to get into a shootout, if that Texas defense can't stop the Oklahoma offense, I don't, I don't think that Texas defense is that good, in my it, opinion. Yeah, better. let's be honest though, we're we're realists here. But if you but if you would let me, if you would let me, I mean, no, I, I think the offense can saying. hang with them. The offense can one hundred percent. The hang offense with them. can, but I do not think the defense cannot. Absolutely not. No, unless they fix it. Now, if they go out and they play like they did against TCU and Texas Tech, okay. We may have a little shot. Not saying mm-hmm. we have a shot. I'm, I'm saying we yeah. have a little shot. But like, let's say Garrett Green and the offense keep it consistent throughout the whole game against Oklahoma. Even you got to contain Gabriel. Like Gabriel can go out there, throw three darts to the end zone, and the game could be over in the first quarter. So, well, you contained. I mean, you were able to contain Chandler Morris from Texas Tech. He's a mobile quarterback, and in fact, you actually made him look really, really tough. I don't. He didn't play last week. He did not play in their forty-one to three loss. No, he didn't. No. no, it was Hoover, Josh Hoover, hmm. the freshman, true freshman quarterback out of Texas, played. So I mean, if you think about it, they can contain. I think they can contain. Um, I think they can contain him. 
It's definitely possible. It's just the fact that they just need to be ready to play before but uh, beforehand. Let's not be scouting on Oklahoma right now. Let's be scouting on UCF because that's not going to be an easy well, game. That's true. Looking at the Big Twelve standings currently, um, West Virginia dwindling down as the weeks progress. Hey, hey, now, hey, hey I'm hey, just hey, saying. Hey, hey, hey. Um, I'm in a Debbie Downer mood, Quinn. If you couldn't tell, I can tell. Well, Do you want to talk about it later, Griff? I just, I, it's just, I'm so sick of losing. I'm just sick of it. Every team, I swear. They're tied loses, for six. Loses in the biggest games possible every time. So West Virginia, so UCF is coming in. They're 0-4 in the conference currently. Haven't gotten themselves a conference win, but they were able to hang, hang with Oklahoma last week. So I think this That's is going to be your next test here. Um, so I think that'll be a big one. So I think you got to look. And you got to you got to figure out who's going to be the quarterback for UCF. I think John Rice Pumley played last week. I think I'm going to look at that. I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. If he's playing, this offense for them is going to be legit. He did. John Rice Pumley did play. He was 16 for 30, 248 yards. Pretty much the same stat line as Garrett Green. Mm. So I think if you got to get into an offensive battle with UCF, you can. Uh, but then you're going to come and play a BYU team that's also 2-2 two and two in the conference and that's been pretty good historically as well. Um I think if you're West Virginia, you got to fix the things on defense. I don't know what changed, what happened. I think... I mean, yeah, they're they're slim at linebacker right now, but I don't think you can necessarily, you know what I mean. I don't know yeah. if you can. You can't really blame that surely, uh, solely on the fact that you're slim on linebackers. I mean, like yeah. it's 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 more than one position. Obviously, I mean, you have you've got a lot of li- you got a lot of linemen, obviously. And then you have the people you you have your secondary in the back. I mean, you can't win games if your secondary is subpar. Uh, you know, your offense can only do so much. And that's something that I, I never really liked about uh, West Virginia's like style of play, or at least yeah. what I've seen the past two years. It's been the fact of, can the offense run faster than their, than their offense? Because yeah. their defense is just, I don't want, I don't want to call it a joke because it's not, I mean, they're, they're they have come up big a lot uh, this year, but we got to, we got to stop trying to outdo teams on one aspect of the field. Precisely. And then Precisely. Just don't, and exactly. then just, and then just, if, if, you know, if everything goes good, maybe we'll get a win. If, if the defense could somewhat hold their own, you know, the both offense and defense have to play consistently. They have to get stops when they need to on the defensive side, get points when they need to on the offensive side, and if those things don't click, you're not going to win games. Absolutely. It hasn't happened the last two times. Because even though we should have beat Houston because of that good play, they were sloppy that whole that whole second half. They were sloppy. Even though they had a lead yes. going into the fourth quarter, they were sloppy. Let's be honest. No, yeah, I agree. And I think something else that is Cole Taylor, that fumble he had, that's, that, that's inexcusable. Absolutely, you can't catch the football and then give the football. I mean, he yeah, handed you, it right to him. You have you have to yet to catch those balls. You you he no he caught it. I no, mean, he I mean, caught I mean, it. He caught it. Yes, he just let it get ripped away. You cannot do that if yeah. you're Cole Taylor. So I think if you're West Virginia, you, you want to talk got, about that muffed punt too? Oh, okay. Yeah. So that one, I totally disagree with that call. That was not no. The, are you talking about the one where they ran into us, or the first one where we where we ran into our own guy? So. He was pushed. If you go back and look at the replay, he was pushed. I know. They missed the call. I, I, I get it, but like... No, that's a blatant missed call. You think that's not you on think West Virginia. Blatant, it, that yeah. is a blatant missed call. He pushed. You see the Oklahoma State's guy's hands go out. People can disagree, but that was a missed call on the referees. I still... Uh, that may be the case, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think that even though I just... You gotta hold that football. You're in Division One college football. Like, you cannot... 
I mean, but when you the don't ball. see the guy coming at you, that's and, totally different. And he fair caught it, yeah. so he's not looking at guys to to come at him. Now, if he now if he didn't fair catch it, yeah, he's going to expect to get well, hit. Yes, yes. But when he fair catches it, and he's looking at it. He is not expecting to get hit mm-hmm. at all, and mm-hmm. especially by his own guy. He was definitely pushed into him. That was a blatant missed call. West Virginia gets the same referees for every home game, and they screw us over. We had the same guy last year at the pit game. He screwed us over. Same guy this year. He's screwing us over in these home games. Even the Duquesne game, there were some pretty terrible calls mm-hmm. that I that I noticed, and I, I think that it, it it's it's becoming ridiculous. Yeah. By this crew, because we get the same crew, and I think that it needs to change, especially with us adding a couple more East schools. And I think there, it just there, needs there to has been across sports the cup the last couple of weeks. There has been some just absolutely terrible officiating. Just, just I agree, just terrible. Mm-hmm. West, obviously, West Virginia terrible calls on both get both recent games. Houston, Houston by far. NFL, we'll get into this. We'll get into the NFL. The, the later. NFL, the we'll NFL, get into the this, NFL later. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll get into it. But I was just gonna say briefly, like the the missed calls that the NFL has had this year is terrible. Yep, I agree. Like, and and I'm a Birds fan, but like that game, oh, that, we know that game, <laughs> la- that game last week, we clearly held his face mask, and they did not call that. You, did you see that call, Quinn? Which one? The one against? Oh yeah, the one where he yeah, clear, a, we clear, clearly we call. clearly grabbed his face mask and they didn't call it. Like yeah, it's got, a clear miss call. And then mm-hmm. don't even get me started because those umpires don't know where the strike zone is. Save <laughs> their life. Yeah, we we won't talk about the fills. I we know. can talk about I them know. next week. I know. I'm just I just want to complain. We can talk about them next week when uh when the Rangers win four zero. The Rangers aren't winning four zero. Yeah, they're winning four. No, they're not. There's no way. Rangers are winning four zero right now. <laughs> Rangers, Rangers. No, in the series, Andrew. Probably going to be. That's what I meant. I'm thinking Rangers. You said right now. Yes, as in meaning like, they are, were playing right, right now. All right, children. I think no, right. they're not playing right now. Oh, okay. They play Friday. World Series okay, starts gotcha. Friday on Fourth Series starts Friday. No, but I think um, we'll be in the air. I think the Rangers are going to win by. Um, I think Rangers will win in six. I do. I that's agree. All, with that's that. all I'm going to say. Rangers win in six, but I don't know, man. That Diamondback team, they were pretty good. We can talk about it they're later a, if we want to. If they're we a time. young team, and I think one more thing. They're a young, Diamondbacks are a young team. Rangers are a young team together, but they have more experience. Yeah. That's it. All right. We'll talk about that later. Uh, we'll talk about – yeah, we'll just get into that later. Um, Go Phils. <laughs> Go Phils. So, so West Virginia, what do they have to do? Which I mean, I guess we already answered that, so I won't even ask that. Because West Virginia has to – yeah, exactly. They have to fix the defense. <laughs> they have and to get I think, stops when they need to. I think Make tackles. That's a, that's a thing. Will you turn my headphones up just a tad uh, bit, Andy? You're, Sorry. You're yeah, um, yeah, that's good. Just so the fact, so West Virginia, I think this offense continues to play the way they're playing. Garrett Green only has two interceptions this far, seventy-one for one hundred and thirty-six. He's been playing phenomenal, and I will say this: that his deep ball is better than anybody I've ever seen. Anybody, and I've seen Lamar Jackson play. I've seen Josh. I've seen Josh Allen play. He throws the best spiral and deep ball I have ever seen out of any quarterback. You think? I, I do. I think uh, that's not a hard thing. Out of take. any I quarterback think... that I have seen, and I think I even said that last week, any quarterback that I have seen, he throws the best deep ball. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think that's true. Beautiful spiral every time it comes out of the hand. Uh, he may be a small fellow, but let me tell you. That he, man can throw a football. He can throw. Standing at 5'11", 202 pounds, Garrett Green. He can also get it done with his feet. But So West Virginia football, obviously rough starts. So what does West Virginia have to do to beat UCF? Uh, actually make tackles. 
Yep. You know, basically, I I have no I have no um, doubt that the offense will play good because I don't think UCF's defense is all to be bragging about. But again, defense needs to get the stops when they need to. That's simple as that. Defense wins games. Defense wins championships. Too. That's true. That's true. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think the offense has got to stay consistent. As we all just sound. Are. We all just have such a defeated tone in our voices. Well, yeah, because I mean, started, just, you can just feel it. You can just feel it. When we had the idea of like twelve and one going in, or eleven and one, which which is it? Is it is it twelve and one that was possible, or was it? Yeah, we only had we I only had start the season zero and zero. You can start out twelve and zero. Well, we only well, had okay. So, so, but he's saying like going no, into like that Houston game, like no, we had the mindset. No, we did. We had the mindset of we were going to win the Big Twelve championship. Yeah, beyond, I mean, and it's not to necessarily go, to, impossible to go you from went, number two in the Big Twelve to tied. There's for still six. lots of football to be played. There, there, there still is, but it's like yeah. right now we're, yeah. we're we're we've got nothing to brag about. Seriously, we could have won that Houston game if we knocked the ball out of the hand er, out of the air. We could have beat uh, 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 Oklahoma State if we stayed disciplined. And in all honesty, like this this team is talented. We beat TCU at TCU, and you know we beat Pitt. You know here, which you know is a very it's it's, it's a good achievement because we haven't beat Pitt in in a long time. And then Texas Tech was you know a test of a game. This team is talented. It absolutely is, and it's just infuriating to see these uh, this team lose games that they can win. Yeah, it's just infuriating. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, we can come back at this time next week and be like, "Huh, WV got a sweet win at a great at a hard opponent, UCF." The last time that they actually played Rashid Marshall, who's on the staff now, was the question is West Virginia. the question is will that be what we're saying? I hope, and I think it can be. I, I think this so. defense is going to fix it. Hopefully, we'll see what happens. But that's it. That's all we're going to talk about West Virginia football because this week on Friday starts West Virginia men's basketball. Exhibition game against George Mason starts, and then they start on the 6th of November. Now, some news broke yesterday. The NCAA has denied Waquan, oh boy, Raekwon Battles waiver to play NCAA versus WVU. So West Virginia is going to be coming in with a very slim roster. Uh, it's looking really, really rough right now. Obviously, we have not talked about... I don't think we've talked about West Virginia men's basketball since... Since the tournament, it feels like. Or no, since no, the Bob since Huggins. me and Andy. Since oh, yeah, me and since, Andy since talked since about him. Since, since, uh, since Bob Huggins did his, uh, since, his yeah, thing. Since me and Andy talked. So... Raekwon Battle, he's a fifth, he was a fifth-year transfer. He has been denied a waiver. They did appeal it, and the, the West Virginia Attorney General is actually getting involved. So maybe something will come about. Do you think there's any shot that this gets overturned? I think with the Attorney General involved, yeah. You I do. Look at look at what happened with, Ta- with what's-his-name at UNC, the wide receiver. What's the, the U.S. government got involved. Wait, what oh, was geez. his name? I don't remember now. Um, It was T-something. I don't remember. So you know who I'm talking about, wrong. though, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to say so the wrong name. So he got, you know, that happened. And then you have, so Raekwon Battle's not going to play. Noah Farrakhan has been rumored he's not going to play either. He's going to sit out. So that's two guys you're down. So you got, like, nobody. The good thing is, is you have Quinn Selinski, who's a fifth year. He's going to be able to play. Um, 
And then you have Seth Wilson coming back, who we see him continue. Can he can shoot the ball? I think you have a walk on guy who's a you got Ali Ragab. He's seven foot. Yeah, oh I think he's the walk on. And then you have Offrey Nevea, who they went and got out. He's a freshman, true freshman. Then you got Kirk Carissa, the senior transfer from Arizona. So he's coming in. You got Kobe Johnson that stayed. Josiah Harris stayed. Um, Sumnick. Then you get yeah, you got Pat Sumnick that stayed. And then you got a cook, a cook. Yes. From Georgetown, who, let me tell you, I, I still saw love him. that name. I saw him not too long ago. He's a big man. He's a big man. <laughs> He's a big guy. So I think this team still has a shot. I think it's going to be interesting. Now, I mean, we Andy, we won't be able to see this team because obviously we'll be in the air. Well, we may be able to watch. I can watch it on my phone when we land. Um, well, come on. We're flying spirit. You think that they're going to give us free Wi-Fi? No, they're not going to give us free Wi-Fi. I wasn't saying that, but I, that's why I was saying that. But I think... So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there, I think. Let um, me know if they give you any drinks and you find bugs in your drinks. Just let me know. Hey, we're not going to talk about that right now, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think this coaching staff is really good. You have Josh Eilert, who's obviously been tagged as the interim head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the interim tag. Like, I don't either. I think he should be head coach. I obviously, we haven't <laughs> seen him be a coach yet, but like, I don't. I hate that uncertainty i know i because don't it makes like it just seems like there's no confidence in the guy and then that there and they should have confidence in the guy never, the guy sat never, under bob yeah. huggins for 15 years i totally agree with 15 you. i don't even know that it's been 15 or more 15 a lot of years yeah behind the behind and then the you head have honcho demar johnson who came on the staff last year we talked about him in a in our podcast we actually probably took too much time to talk about the that's Larry true yeah. issue, but then you have Deshaun butler former player coming back the whole place loves Deshaun butler jordan mccabe who doesn't love Jordan McCabe? Who doesn't? Mostly famous. He's famously known for when he was like in fifth grade, he comes out against the Harlem Globetrotters and just starts dribbling the basketball all over the court. And Oh, really? Now he's signed a scholarship, played at West Virginia a couple of years, then went and played at UNLV a couple of years. And then you have Alex Roth, who is probably arguably one of the best shooters in all of West Virginia basketball coming back on this staff. And I think he's been working really, really hard with Seth Wilson. I think that's going to be great. I think Quinn Selinski, he is Originally from Houston, Texas, played his high school basketball career in Huntington, West Virginia at Huntington Prep. Um, so he's familiar with some of these people. So I think that this team, you can't necessarily count them out. These guys are going to rally together. These guys these guys are going to be ready to play, I think, no matter what. So they start their season on the 6th of November uh, against Missouri State. Then they travel to play Monmouth. Or they don't travel to play. Monmouth comes here. Then Jacksonville State comes here as well. Then they, I think they take on SMU at Fort Myers for Thanksgiving. Then Bellarmine in Massachusetts. And then the 1st of December is a big game. Rick Patino comes to town to take on the Mountaineers as St. John's comes. That'll be a good one. And then at 9 p.m., home game, 9 p.m., West Virginia takes on the Pitt Panthers, the backyard brawl taking on that's here, the right? The basketball court. That is it should here. Be, yeah. That is here. Um, and so then you have... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't play Bellarmine in Massachusetts. Bellarmine's I'm here, sorry. right? Bellarmine is is here. Bellarmine is here. I was confused. We play UMass in Massachusetts. The Minutemen. For the, for the Hall of Fame Classic or whatever. Then you play Radford, uh, Toledo. Then you travel to Cleveland, go to Ohio State. Then you start your Big 12 play. You got... You're starting right off the bat at number seven, Houston. Come back, you play Kansas State, Texas. There is one good thing. You don't have to travel to Kansas. That is true. 
do not have to travel don't to gotta, Kansas. Don't got to play where basketball was literally do born. not have to play in Kansas, and that's a big, big relief there. Um, well, I think... And then we... But we host we host Kansas we host Kansas in January though, correct the twentieth twentieth I think that's a Saturday at four, um, so which, which I'm like so many ESPN Plus games this year. There's so many ESPN Plus games. I, I'm but not, that's okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a problem. I with mean, it. I have ESPN Plus now. A lot of people don't have ESPN. Yeah, that's Plus. that's the, the one thing yeah, that I'm mad I was going to say. Yeah, one thing I am mad about is the game where you traveled to Texas is on the Longhorn Network. No one has Longhorn Network. It's Im- yeah. It's it's, it's isn't yeah. it unaccessible for us? Yeah. yeah. No I, one has Longhorn Network. I think it's because Texas is on their own like grid. They are. Yeah. It's okay. One more year and then they're gone. Bye, Texas. Get That's out. That's true. No one likes you anyways. Horns down. So and then you got You close your season at Cincinnati, which isn't necessarily going to be a bad thing. Now the biggest rumor, and I'm not going to come out here and say that this is going to happen, but it very possibly could. So the rumor right now is that after this year, Bob Huggins is going to come back and coach. Here, yes, no way. Because the That's donors are threatening to pull money unless it happens. Hmm. Actually, money talks, man. Yeah, I've a, said I that mean, multiple yeah. times. Money talks. That's Ooh. why they wanted Eiler. They wanted Eiler to keep this team together, and then that way, when Bob Huggins comes back, he's gonna have he's gonna be able to build up most of this team again. So basically, it's a one year suspension, and then he comes back. I, what, that's what, what I've kind of heard. What we're that's kind of what I've heard. Make now, sure, make sure you say allegedly. Do I? Th- Allegedly, now do I when think? I'm suing. Do I think that that is true? Probably not. No. Do I think that that's what they should do? Personally, I don't think that's what they should do. I think now is your time to move on. I think now is your time to after this season. If Josh Eiler doesn't wasn't, cut it, wasn't then, there talks that Bob was going to retire after this year anyway? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, might as but well go with said, a bang. So I sent this to Andy. There is a radio station back from where I'm from. Well. Sorry, not radio station. There is a newspaper. Kind of like this. The DA has United 2. Like, they're together. So, Charleston Gazette Mail kind of has, like, their own little radio thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, does their own little radio shows. So, they're doing a radio show that is hosted by Bob Huggins. Okay. So. Is it censored? It better be censored. Oh, jeez. So, I think it's going to be interesting to see on the fact of. How does that go? I will most certainly be listening because that's just great. I mean, Bob Huggins on the radio. We saw what happened last time he was on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, we saw what happened last time he was yeah. on the radio. So I think it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. I think that whole Bob Huggins situation is... But could you imagine what... Like if Bob Huggins comes back, what that would do to the, like, to the student body here? Like, 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 like what, what would it... Like, you... Okay, think of it this way. He comes back next year, right? After all the controversy and whatnot, do you think pe- people would go absolutely nuts, you think? I mean, either I mean, either it being a good and or bad way, I, f- I feel like people would just be nonstop it would have a lot of talk. It. it would have a lot of talk surrounded by it, definitely. Yeah. It would definitely have a lot of talk, and I think that'll be interesting to see what happens. I, don't, I, I, I can say that that is what I've heard. Obviously, the voice of Morgantown says that he heard that, but I don't believe him. <laughs> um... I've just seen it from multiple other people um, that have said that that's a very close possibility that he comes back and coaches here. I don't see him coaching anywhere else. No, he's not. He's not going to take a head coaching job somewhere else and then retire two years later. Exactly. So I think the only way is if he comes back here, we'll see what happens there. I don't know what happens. We'll see. Um, But I just wanted to touch on that a little bit. I think 
I mean, they that that team last year was was they played good and then they played bad. Like it was cons- inconsistent. But I they think were a talented team. If Josh Eilert can get this team to win a couple games, a couple games in the Big Twelve, put this team in the NCAA tournament, and make mm-hmm. a little bit of a run, maybe in the Sweet Sixteen, I say you hire Josh Eilert back. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think you hire him if you make the tournament. I think you hire him if he goes in the third round of the Big 12 tournament because for a first year after the circumstances I think that's great. Gordon Gee has said he's got to win the national championship. Gordon Gee you're going to be gone in a year anyways. Ooh, burn. Sorry, I can't say that. Love you, Gee. Uh, Where's your Gmail at? I've been missing the Gmail, baby. I've been missing that. Just kidding. Um, So, that's pretty much all I wanted to really talk about there was, was that, but college basketball does get started very, very soon. A lot sooner than we think, boys. Very, very soon. You know what started up last night? NBA. Ooh, did I watch it? Nope. Nope. Watch the Bills. Even though you said you weren't going to watch them because they lose when you watch, and they lost. Look at that. No, they, it's your fault. They, they've won two games that I watched. Because I watched game two, and they put up ten runs. That was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Back beautiful. when the Phillies had a chance. It was beautiful. Let's talk some NFL football. Last week, uh, so getting back into the referee situation. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about Ref this. ball. First, first example I'm going to throw out there. Kenny Pickett, under center. Fourth and one. 2.12 left to go on the clock. 2.20, actually, I think, left to go on the clock. Gets the snap. QB sneaks it. Mm. Clearly stuffed. Turn, should be a turnover on downs. That is true. The Rams clock management bit him in the butt. They had no timeouts left. Therefore, they could not call a timeout to get the play reviewed. And they came out and they spotted the ball in first down territory. Kenny Pickett with a first down for the Pittsburgh Steelers and leads them to a 24-20 or 24-17 lead or win over the Los Angeles Rams. That was as much as I love to see Kenny Pickett add probably his best game of his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't know if you agree with that, Griff, but I think Kenny Pickett probably played the best game of his career was, yeah. against the Rams. 17 the, for 25, it, yeah. 230 yards, was on the road, was able to give it to Najee. Najee got going, 53 yards, 14 carries. Was Pickens, Pickens went going, too. Pickens, five receptions, 170, 107 yards. I think that this was a great game for Kenny Pickett, and the fact that they – usually it's on the – it's usually reversed. The Steelers get screwed over. Like the Jesse James rule, that game, I will always remember where Jesse James puts it over the goal line but his knee was down, but they said, and so now it's a rule. I remember that game. Usually the Steelers are the ones that get screwed over. In this case, they weren't the ones to get screwed over. Now Pittsburgh's on the winning side. Can we just... But I want to say I want to say this one last thing. That was not the correct call. No, it wasn't. I agree. Can we, can we, just, can we just bring up... I know that's been the main focal point of conversation in the NFL for, for almost all season now. Can we just talk about this quarterback sneak and how other teams cannot do this with efficiency like the Eagles can? I know I'm an Eagles fan. I'm biased, whatever. But look at the statistics. The Eagles did it. The Eagles ran this quarterback sneak four times on Sunday and got all four with with no trouble. One of them was even a three-yard gain. Somehow we got three yards out of it. And then you look at Monday night. The Niners try it. They don't get it. The Vikings try it. They don't get it. And the Niners are... Oh, the Niners are the best team in football. Oh, look at them. Look how talented they are. Well, they were only missing, like, two guys. I get it. You missed Debo, and I forget who the other guy who was hurt was. But you you, you really couldn't beat the Vikings. Like, you couldn't beat the Vikings. We beat the Vikings. Why couldn't you beat the Vikings? I thought you were the best team in the NFC, not us. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. 
They, I agree. I'm, it's just the quarterback sneak. Like people are, people think it's just like we're. I think people think we're like cheating the system. We're not. We have the best O line in the league that is able to do this play with. Not right now. Because what's his name? What are you still talking out? about? Not right now. Because what's his name still out? Who? Isn't isn't the lineman that got hurt? Lane, still Lane Johnson. Yeah, no, he played. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, we're okay. we're back to being fully healthy. Okay. But like we have a fully healthy O line that that just cannot be stopped. Like, it's just, you, you have so, and Jalen Hurts has so much time. When you have a guy who's as talented as Jalen Hurts to begin with, and then you're giving him time to throw the football, that's just just dangerous. Yeah. No, I mean, but I think these the, the, the reffing in these games. The reffing has been terrible. It's because, like, yeah. like, as I mentioned, there was a, the Eagles got zero penalty calls on Sunday night, but they should have at least had two. Yeah. And that's coming from like a guy who is rooting for the Eagles. Like they definitely should have had calls against the birds numerous times, but they didn't call them. Yeah. And I there mean, were, and there were some calls on the Dolphins' side where I was like, was that really a penalty? Did they really have to throw the flag for that? And, but there's just been, there's just been calls that have cost games over the season so far that couldn't make the, that could make the standings a whole lot different just because of these big important calls that you're making at clutch times in the game that it's just, you can't do that. Yeah. No, you can't. Not at all. So I think that's going to be. I mean, it's always a topic of discussion. But it's, how about how about the Forty ers getting beat by the Vikings? Getting beat again, back to back weeks. When he doesn't have, when he doesn't have a full, when he doesn't have the full Forty ers roster, he can't win games. That's what I'm saying. And I think that's what we're starting and to it, figure and, out. And we're starting to we're starting to see the holes in the Brock Purdy plan. It's what it's looking like because... Well, I mean, it also works when you hold Christian McCaffrey to 45 yards rushing. He did, but he also had two touchdowns, one of them a long receiving touchdown. Yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is, it, Brock Purdy, it, he, seem, he seems a little fraudulent recently. He can't, get out of, he can't get out of the pocket fast enough when he's under pressure. He can't... He, he seems to ha- be struggling getting rid of the football more because he's not having that open option to Debo who's getting wide open because Debo is just... Yeah. He's a he's a weapon. Like he he could like like you have two guy you have two guys on the 49ers who are like flex guys. You have McCaffrey who could run the ball a million yards, but he could also receive the ball and catch it down the field for a lot of yards. And then you have Debo who who can get a rushing touchdown. Like it's always like you yeah. see if you see Debo or Christian McCaffrey in the in the fantasy in the fantasy realm and you're seeing them playing whoever it always like when they have touchdowns. It's always like it always says TOT for total touchdowns because they have because they can get it on the ground and they can get it in the air. They can yeah. get those touchdowns, and it's just when you're missing one of those guys who's a weapon like that, it's not gonna it's not gonna be good for you. But I don't. I still. I know you're only missing Debo. I do not think there's any excuse to lose to the Vikings. Yeah, I totally forgot about a segment. I totally forgot to do college football picks. We'll we'll, we'll go back around. We'll, yeah. we'll finish I the NFL. I, we'll I'm, go I'm going to wrap up NFL soon because, I mean, I got Steelers scores. won. Steelers won. Big, big game for the Steelers. Now yep. they got to go and play Jacksonville, which I still think that they can It's going to be a good I game. I think they can beat Jacksonville. Is I that this if, week? Yeah. I think if Kenny Pickett can keep doesn't turn the ball over. Where's it, where's it at? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I think if Kenny Pickett doesn't turn the ball over. Is Jonathan going to that? No. Jonathan's really? Jonathan's going home. Jonathan's going home on Friday. Wow. So, well, I mean, I'm not going on, but I won't be able to watch it at all. I'm literally in the air the entire time the game's going on. Yeah, but it's all right. It's just it's, yeah, it's just, only a two hour flight from one thirty to four thirty. It's two hours and twenty two minutes, but I won't be able to watch yeah. the bulk of the game. But like, I guess that's true. But you look, you look at the standings from 
just last week. Yeah, it was like, oh, the Eagles lost. Oh, the Niners lost. Like, oh, what's going to happen? And now, now you look at the standings. There's only two. There's only two one-loss teams. There's no more undefeateds because they both lost last week. Now there's only two one-loss teams, and those are both teams that were in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, it just looks. It's it's looking like a very similar season to last year. You have an improved Dolphins team. You have a you have a worse Bills team. I mean, not worse, but no worse. It's no, they're bad. No, they're they're bad. I wouldn't. I wouldn't they say lost to bad. the Patriots. No, they're bad. I'm gonna you stand think by that. Bad? The Bills. Josh Allen is. Josh Allen is underplaying, and that's oh, Josh Allen definitely underplaying. That's guaranteed. I, I've been saying no, this about this... Josh Allen for a year. He did not look good in those playoffs, and I said, "Hmm, Josh Allen looks a little shaky," and he's still not looking great. But you know, you got Von Miller who just came back off injury. He hasn't been a presence really since he came back. Diggs is the only one who seems to be really holding his end of the bargain on this whole Bills team. Like you, you see, like I feel like the wide receivers are the only people who are holding up their end of the bargain on the Bills team. I mean, maybe maybe Cook, but that's it. No, I, I think... It's just, it's just interesting because... No, I don't think the Bills are good. Because, But the Bills, it's just interesting because the Bills are a very similar team and they're built very similar to what they were last year. They didn't really lose a lot of people. They didn't gain a lot of people either. That's probably where their falter is because they're not they're not getting better. They're just staying at a constant... Which obviously you can't just remain at a constant in the NFL, or you're gonna you're gonna lose. How about the um, how about the Eagles getting Bayard in that trade? I didn't expect that. No. Now I'll tell you a trade that's coming down the line that I really think is gonna happen. Oh, Patrick Sertan to the Steelers. Really? I think you trade Levi Wallace, a couple picks. They're trying to rebuild. Give him, a, give him a third. Yeah. Give him a third. Omar Khan. He, he's done pretty good. I mean, look at this Chase Claypool thing. Yeah, completely scalped the Bears, and yeah. that draft pick worked out for you because you got Joey Porter Jr., who's played very, very well already this year. And then you got, yeah, that that trade worked out for you. That I'm, looking, trade. I'm looking forward to seeing. I uh, keep seeing, you know, you keep seeing the standings and where everyone is. Bears have two picks, early picks. Bears have two early picks. I think right? it's one and two, right? Right now they have one and two. Has that ever happened? Because they have their pick. I don't think a team's ever got one and their, two. They have their pick, and then they have the. Uh, Panthers pick. Yep, which is number one from getting Bryce Young, which doesn't seem to be holding up. I don't think it's him. It's not no, him. No, no, honestly, that coaching staff is terrible. Yeah. But in Carolina. but Stroud doesn't have necessarily the best O line and weapons either. Yet he Stroud looks great. He's making he's making. Like, I think Stroud has a better system. He's making uh, Nico. What's his name? Nico. He's making Nico Collins and Tank yeah. Dell look great. Yep. Yeah. Give give Bryce. A few years, give him. No, give, I'm, I'm not. I'm give, not ready to say that Bryce Young's done, but he just doesn't seem. He doesn't seem to have that readiness that Stroud does. Because well, Stroud, Stroud's really the only quarterback out of that class that is proving anything. Because well, obviously, I mean, well, obviously yeah. Richardson's out. Levis hasn't played a snap yet, which he will next week. Because if Tannehill's out, they're going to do a dual quarterback thing with Malik Willis and him, which is going to be cool to see. Because they got two young quarterbacks who. Who knows what the future for the Titans quarterback room is going to be? So this, Tannehill's this old. Week, this week it's going to be Will Levis. Uh, it's Will Levis. Play, well, they're going to play both. Yes, Will and, Levis will get the start. I will tell you this: they're going to come to Pittsburgh. I think they're going to get smacked. You, you think, think Tennessee's going to get smacked? Yes. Okay. Think about it. Steelers play I mean, consistent. It's not, it's not the a, way that they've been playing, the way that they played last week. If they play this week that way, get a win, and they got to play them on a Thursday night primetime game. It's not a far cry. 
I just think it's hard for them, man. Yeah. But anyways, that's going to wrap up the NFL segment. We won't do NFL picks because we got to wrap these up. We'll do college football uh, quick picks here, and then we're going to end off this episode. I think this is 31. This should be 31. Yeah, this is episode 31. Wow. Do you want to go over scores from last week? Because uh, I finally did go that Go ahead, week. Andrew. What are the scores from last week? Okay, so Quinn uh, pulled out the win with, mm, uh, that's right. yeah, with 10, or no, that's 14 uh, points. Uh, and then Griffin and I uh, are tied for second, both with, actually, wait, no, that's 12. So, yeah, we both had 12. And, uh, yeah, a very interesting week last week. Well, I'm gonna win again this week. Here we oh, go. Really? Starting with number four, Florida oh, wait, State. Who's wait, looking? wait. I've got, I've, I've got one more point. Uh, sorry. Uh, in that Washington game, Griff said last week that they won, that, that they would win by 42. They won by eight. Yeah, Washington looked really bad. They, yeah, they didn't. They didn't look great. Didn't I say? Didn't we have an argument last week about that? I, I said think USC was not going to win. I think we. Who did, did I pick in that game? USC Utah. Uh, USC Utah. You I said. Think... You said uh, Utah. Who did I pick? That's right. Because USC, Caleb Williams is overrated. Who did, who did I pick? You and I both picked USC. Really? Yeah. I will say it. I will say it. Caleb Williams is overrated. I picked Penn State to win, too. Hmm. That sucked. Well, that's I just can't believe... I I just can't believe the way that Ohio State performs like that. James like, Franklin so did not... Oh, they stole signs, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I had a sign we here, forgot to talk about stolen. We forgot to talk about that. That's oh, a I, I don't. I don't think it. Was, I don't think Jim Harbaugh had, had anything to do with it. I don't. I, I. I don't like. I just think I don't like Michigan, but I'm not ready to go out here. I don't think that guy really. I don't think that was his intention. But oh well, we'll get. We won't get into that. So number four, Florida State taking on a Wake Forest, a four and three team, one and three in the ACC, but Florida State seven and zero, oh, number four, currently sitting in the final spot for the college football playoff. That one is at noon on ABC. Give me your picks, boys. Going FSU. Yeah, Florida State. Yep. Not even close. Yeah. Another noon game on Fox. Big 12 noon Fox kickoff. Oklahoma and Kansas. Gus Johnson will be on the call for that one Ooh. with Joe Clatt. Are we, uh, uh, is the game in Kansas? It's at Kansas. Mm. I know. That's what's... You know what? You know what? There, there, There's upset potential. Yeah, I just upset don't, potential, I, I don't but I don't see it, see it happening. Yeah. Give me Oklahoma. I'm going Kansas, actually. Do it. You, do you know it. what? You I do think... It. I don't think that's a very hot take on that one, honestly. I mean, it's definitely upset potential. I mean, definitely upset potential. Look at look at how they performed last week, or the the Sooners did last week. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Indiana traveling to Beaver Stadium at University Park, Pennsylvania, Happy Valley to take on number ten Penn State. Not even going to be a close one. Mm. Thirty-two points is the spread for this. Oh one. my! God. I think Penn State uh, covers. Penn State will probably win forty-five to ten. Penn State by ninety. Yeah. Next. Georgia and Florida. Georgia, 14 and a half point, un, or 14 and a half point favorites in this one. Give me Georgia. Yep. Yeah, as much as it hurts to say, I'm going Georgia. BYU in Texas on three at 3.30 on ABC. Where is it? Texas. Texas it, will win. Is that even a question? Actually, what? actually, actually, Quinn Ewers is out. Give me BYU. Oh, actually, you know what? That, that throws a little bit of a joker into things. Yeah, you know Quinn what? Ewers is out, and he'll be out for a couple weeks. Mm, now that you say that, I'm actually going to go BYU, why, actually. Why not? You two are insane. Texas. <laughs> Oregon traveling to take on number 13 at Utah. I think Utah gets it done at home. That's where game, this is where game day is. 
Is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Are yeah. they? Mm-hmm. Salt Lake City? Yep. I think so. Yeah, give me Utah. That's a tough one. I really like Bo Nix, and I really like Oregon's offense. But, yeah. But Utah looked really good last week. Uh, did Utah look good, or did USC just look? Like I think that? Utah looked good. Yeah, I agree. Utah. Yeah. Remember how Utah played against Florida yeah. no, earlier this season? No, I agree. And that's, I, I mean, they, they they announced the Cam Rising shutdown for the year, which is unfortunate. But this quarterback they got now, I mean, crap, he looks like a Heisman. Yeah, candidate. I think Rising's gonna hit the portal. Yeah, but he doesn't. This yeah. quarterback now look like a Heisman candidate. He the way Honestly, he plays. Yeah. My he God. Yeah, give me Utah. Now that I'm, I'm working myself up to you, yeah, give me Utah. You All know, right. I, I was gonna go. Against Utah, but you know, take the time, Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't, don't rush me. Anyways, uh, yeah, you talk me into. It, I'm going to Utah. Yeah, it's it's Pitt. it's a smart pick. So Pitt is traveling to Notre Dame to take on number fourteen Notre Dame Oof. on NBC. Pitt won't stand a chance. The Panthers are going to get stomped by the Fighting Irish. I agree. I hope they do. Sam Sam Hartman is a good looking man. He is. He is. Can't All right, 3.30 on ESPN, number 20, Duke, taking on number 18, Louisville. This one's Ooh. at Louisville. Give me the Cardinals by three. It's a good basketball game, too. It's a very good basketball game. I'm going Duke. Well, not now. Louisville sucks. Louisville is terrible. Louisville How about that? They only got, like, two yeah. wins last year. Yeah, I like Louisville. Louisville's a decent team. Louisville sucks. They don't. In basketball. Oh, yeah. Not basketball, football. they do. They're terrible. In football, they're good. Uh, I've never seen a team in basketball go from being so good one year and then just completely falling off. Yeah, 22-ranked Tulane taking on former West Virginia quarterback JT Daniels in Houston, Texas. JT Daniels has been playing very, very well. As much as it hurts to say, he has been cooking over there. He has been cooking. That's exactly where he needs to play. Do we not remember Tulane beat USC last year? Why why, why would Tulane lose to Rice? Did, did I make my pick? No. You didn't let me make my pick. I didn't say, I didn't say JT that. JT Daniels has been playing very well, but I don't no. think he's going to play good enough to get it done. Tulane will win this one. Yeah. I'm riding the wave. Did you just wave. let me finish? No. Number 24, I'm guessing everyone taking Tulane. So yep. number 24, USC okay. on the Pac-12 network at 4 p.m. Local time, or our time, rather. Who do you like, Quinn? They are, this is USC taking on U92 favorite Cal Bears. Ooh. Good rivalry there. So it's at Cal. USC's coming off two straight losses. They don't get a third. Or, or, or Caleb Williams no. is still going to get it done. But I would not be surprised if Cal makes it close. So you're going, you're going, USA is that right? Or, yeah. Okay. This, this this ain't Jared Goff. This ain't Aaron Rodgers. USC is going to wipe the floor with these Cal Bears. It's actually, yeah. They're actually only eleven point favorites. Oh, actually. Write this. Write this down, Andy. USC wins by twenty two. Oh wow. Yep. Hold on. Win by twenty two. Uh, you said that. They're on a two-game winning streak, uh, losing streak. Yes, they don't get a third. There's no way. Yeah, number five, saying. Washington taking on number. Oh, sorry, they're not even ranked. Two and five, Stanford. Washington, yeah. not even yeah. close. Michael even Penix close. continues the Heisman Trophy run that he's gonna eventually get. Hey, newly ranked Air Force taking on Colorado Air State. Air Force is really surprising me on this one. Those Falcons yeah. are playing good. Yeah, they're playing. They're really playing phenomenal. The unde- Seven and 4 and zero in the Mountain West Conference. The undefeated Falcons. Oh, Army Army is joining the American Conference. That is yes, I, I saw that earlier today. So Navy and Army will both be in the American. Conference. I mean, it's smart. No, no it is. I mean, it it's more money. Yeah. For the, it's more so, money for a so, smaller so level conference. So here's the question: too. Who gets the media rights? CBS still probably. 
If, but if they join, because no, but but, there, but it's going to be a conference game. But even though every other, but every other year they played, they played at the link every year. It's like it's a neutral site. No, don't they rotate it between the link and Baltimore? It's it's the link every year. I thought the, uh, they no. did. Remember, remember they did it. They did it um, in Baltimore one year because of COVID. I think. Well, they 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 did they did it at a home. They did it at one of the home. I forget which one. It was either at West Point or it was in it was in um, Maryland, but. Normally it's at the link. It should be at the link every year. I'm pretty sure. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just looking. But no, I think so. It is in Philadelphia. I don't know why it was in Baltimore that one year. I know. No. It, no. Oh, um, Notre Dame played Navy there. No. Here you go. Here you go. Army Navy games location set 2023. This year's in Boston. Boston. 2024 is Washington D.C. 2025 is Maryland. 2026 is New York City. It was Philly so like they the last wrote, five years. So they rotate it. it. Look at the last ones, though. Isn't Philadelphia, Philly, which will host the contest for the 90th time on December 10th of this year. Yeah. It won't see it again until 2027. So last year was their last year until 2027. Wow. That makes sense. But it takes it East Coast Swing, which is, I mean, it goes through. But know. I still think, I still think like CBS should get the rights because it's, uh, I it's just a different no, game. No, I agree. I don't. Yeah, and you want to you want to give that game national attention. So if, if the American was smart, they would just let them have the rights to it because they're still getting exposure. It's not like they're not getting exposed. Yeah. All right. So Air Force, Colorado State, Air Force, Air Force. Yeah, Air Force. Now Colorado State looked good against Colorado. I know they're, they're not only as, three and four. Yeah, but yeah, no, I don't think anyone. The Falcons so, are flying right now. Twenty-one. Tennessee taking on Kentucky in Lexington. I think I'm going to take Kentucky in yeah. this one. I like Kentucky. You think? Uh, I like Kentucky at home. I like Kentucky's running back a lot. I forget his name, but he's a great running back. He had a good game against Florida, I remember seeing. But, yeah, I think they're going to they're gonna beat him on the ground and in the run game. Yeah. Volunteers go down. Yeah. Give me the Wildcats. Give me the Wildcats. Number three, Ohio State, seven thirty on NBC, taking on Wisconsin. Who Luke Fickle, first cares? year head coach for Wisconsin. No, I think Ohio State wins by two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, it's looking like this college football season in the Big Ten is just going to lead up to that final week again with Michigan and Ohio State facing off. Well, but yeah, not a match. James Franklin did not give his quarterback a game plan to win. I'm sorry, oh, Drew Drew Allard looked like that was his first game. He looked like he looked like he'd been playing in the college football for years against us, but when he plays Ohio State, he looks like he's a he looks like he's a true freshman starting his first game. Yeah, give me Ohio State. At 7:30 on SEC Network, Vanderbilt taking on number 12 Ole Miss. This one won't even be close. Well, hold on, hold on. Look, Rebels. It's at Ole Miss. Don't I know, even I know, come back with a counterpoint. Oh, oh. Look, I'm taking I'm taking Ole Miss on this one, but Vandy will make it a game. No, no, they won't. Not at Ole Miss. It, they, no, they made it a game against Georgia at home. At, at home. home. At, at, at home. yes, I agree. But still, no. You're muted. Oh, okay. you're muted. Okay. You're done. This you're done. No, you're done. You're done. Andy's muted. Griffin, give me the pick. I said Ole Miss. Okay, thank I you. I'm going Ole Miss. I don't care. No, they can't even hear you. All right, seven thirty, Colorado, and number twenty-three UCLA coach Prime got himself a chance to bounce back and play. Get his team to play. The big thing has been his defense. His defense is dead last in yards allowed. Dead last. Almost 500 yards they've given up almost every game. Does Shador Sanders, though, get it done? He's got 21 touchdowns, three interceptions this year. Can they get it done at the Rose Bowl? I I, I think that there is a shot, but I'm going to pick UCLA. Just be safe, but I think that there's a shot. I mean, yeah. 
I'll go UCLA. Why not? Dion needs a Dion needs a win. Give me Colorado. Okay, and then you So number seventeen, North Carolina, coming off their first loss of the year. Unacceptable to loss. Two and five ranked loss. Virginia Cavaliers. Unacceptable loss. At home to Virginia. Loss. At home to Virginia. Granted, though. By the way, Mac- can we just can we just mention real quick how bad that the crowd was at North Carolina? No one showed up. I wouldn't either. And no guess one what? Sho- no, I'm saying like before the game, you got you got you got ten. You got the tenth team in the country who's undefeated, and you can't show up. Really? I know you're a basketball school and everything, but show up and watch the the football game. I, I just, well, I just know, I just know if I was a North Carolina student, I would definitely go to that game. Well, this one's at Bobby Dodd Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia Tech taking on North Carolina. Now, Georgia Tech was able to beat a, a decent Miami team earlier in the year, but that was thanks based, to that poor was, clock yeah, that management. Was, I was about to say that was because of Miami's mistakes. Not but if yeah. if North good. Carolina does the same thing that they did against Virginia, they could lose here. But I don't think they're going to give me the Tar Heels. Mac Brown's not going to let this happen twice. Mac Brown is he's barely beaten Virginia in like all the games that he's played against, like in his whole career uh, at UNC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going UNC. What else we got? Is that it? Oh no. Uh, Old Dominion taking on number 25, newly ranked James Madison. James Madison coming off a very, very massive win over Marshall. Told you they were going to win. Very good mass, a very good Marshall team that they beat. Uh, so James Madison, 7-0. and Unfortunately, if something happens and Air Force loses a couple games, James Madison stays undefeated. James Madison will still not be able to play for the group of five and represent them in a top bowl game because of their transition, which is a but very I, scandalous but issue. But I thought that right was now. last year, though. No, it's two years. That is, that, that it's is ridiculous. ridiculous. These kids should be able to play for a bowl mm. game. That's ridiculous. I don't get what a penalty is for them coming up from the FCS. We could do a whole show based we could on do what, a I think, whole show. what we think is wrong with the NCAA. We may uh, have yeah. to do an NCAA special, but we won't. We should. <laughs> that could be a three-hour we discussion on itself. People will, people will t- tune off in an hour. So give me your picks. 25, James Madison hosting 4-3 and three Old Dominion team who's consistently pretty good. I like JMU. I mean, they... Yeah, yeah I, I like JMU. They have, well. no reason to, they have no reason to make me doubt that they won't win. Yeah. Give me JMU. Ten thirty on ESPN. Number eleven, Oregon State, traveling to Tuscan, Arizona. Give me your picks, fellas. Beeves. Yeah, beeves. going to Beeves as well. And then we got two more games left here. If I can find it, maybe. Hmm. He's looking. Where? I don't even see. He's continuing to look. Stop. Do, 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 do. There we go. I'll just do this. He's got it. Because I know I, I know what time they play. What time do they play at? He's looking. He can't find it yet, but he's thinking. On NFL Network, there 6 p.m., Marshall traveling to Conway, South Carolina, where Marshall, last time they were in that building, got a win. I was present in that building at Brooks Stadium in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Coastal Carolina, and Marshall. Chanticleers. What? I think Grayson McCall is going to be out for this game. I'm so still I'm picking gonna... the Chanticleers. Really? Yep. I think Marshall gets it done. I think Marshall bounces back. Uh, Grayson McCall, I don't think he's going to play. I think he's in concussion protocol or something like that. I like the optimism. Give me Marshall. I like the optimism. I'm, I'm going. I'm going with the herd. Yeah, I think if Rasheen Ali plays, then it's it's. And that was another thing with with Marshall against James Madison. Rasheen Ali didn't play. It's looking like this week either you guys are both going to beat me or I'm going to beat both of you. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, Andy. Andy's Andy likes to pick right in right in the Quinn coattails. And no, then at, at noon on Saturday, the game that me and Andy will be present for, and, you know, yours truly, the world champion West Virginia Mountaineers and Neil Brown's football squad will be traveling to Orlando, Florida at FBC Mortgage Stadium. 
It will be 77 degrees at kickoff, Andy. Got to pack the shorts. Tickets as low as $39 for this one. West Virginia and UCF. I think that the Mountaineers get a win because I think two losses, this team is just, they've battled adversity all year. I think they were, I I think this team will get a win. I think Garrett Green will play a pretty, pretty good game, in my opinion. So give me uh, Garrett Green and the Mountaineers. I'm going to go with the Mountaineers, but it's going to be a close game. I really have a hard time tr- uh, hard time going with uh, our defense. And um, I, I I saw that. You muted me for a no, second. No, I didn't mean to. Um, I'm trying to adjust your volume. And I but uh, no, just the defense looks very shaky right now, and I'm having a hard time trouble. Uh, I'm having trouble trusting them. So if they can, if they can uh, fix that, I'm going to go the Mountaineers. Give me UCF. What a villain, I know. Yeah. Sorry. Well, Well, this has been episode 31 of the PRT Boys podcast. So you can listen to any of these sports products on unitedtothemoose.com. Just search them, unitedtothemoose.com. Just search Go to podcasts. You can select. There's tons of great sports podcasts. You can listen. So I'm going to try to upload this here in the next few minutes. Tonight is sports night. Tune in there. Lots of sports coverage. On Sundays, the NFL show, which I am normally a part of, I obviously won't be this week. That is from 12 to 1 on Sundays. But again, you've been listening to the PRT Boys podcast right here on United 2, The Moose.